so glad to be here to celebrate in this great occasion. Amen. Amen. And so glad to be a part of the celebration of this great man of God. Amen. Amen. And First Lady and family. Amen. They, I know, have been such a blessing to you and to this community. Amen. And it is indeed an honor for us to come to say to them, thank you. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, I ask that you would use me in this service that something may be said, that the people of God may be blessed and may be energized to go on and to move on, to trust in the Lord and put their hands in the Lord's hands. And, Lord, see their future before them. Now, Father God, we ask that you would bless this family, bless this man of God who, is, who has stood in the, in the place of John for 32 years. Bless him. Keep him and strengthen him. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. Amen. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on the Lord. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Well, I'm walking and talking with my mind. Stayed on Jesus Oh, walking and talking with my mind Stayed on the Lord Walking and talking with my mind Stayed on Jesus Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah Preaching and teaching with my mind Stayed on Jesus, preaching and teaching with my mind. Stayed on the Lord, preaching and teaching with my mind. Stayed on Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. 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 So glad to be here and to be here in the midst of you. You've grown since the last time I've been here. Amen. Amen. You were much smaller when I saw you last. Amen. You've got to realize it was a long time ago when I was here. But I, I see that God has been in the works. Amen. You look so beautiful from where I am. Amen? God has done a good work in this place. Amen? And he, God bless you with a great leader to lead you there. Amen? Amen. And that's why we're here. Amen. Amen. I was so glad to see my dear friend. We've talked and talked and we haven't had a chance to fellowship. And so we've come together today. And uh, it was a joy to see him. And everything was going real good. It was going real good till, till he said to me one thing. He said, Pastor, you know, it's 39 years ago we, we, we pledged together. I said, 39 years ago? 
I was doing all right till he made me feel old. You know what I mean? <laughs> 39 years ago, but it's a blessing. We, we have known each other for a long time. He's been a great friend, and I thank God for him. Amen. And he deserve, deserves all the honor and glory uh, that, that one can receive on this end. Amen? Amen. Amen. I want you um, to go with me to, to Scripture. And it's found in Philippians, the first chapter, verse 3 through 6. Philippians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. And when you found it, say amen. Amen. I thank my God every time I remember you. You are in my prayers. For all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who has begun a good work in you will carry it on completion until the day Christ return. Amen? Amen. I want to talk to you for a few moments on the subject, God is not through with you yet. Amen? God is not through with you yet. Amen. Here in uh, Philippians, the first chapter, Paul is the founder of the Philippian church. And he has a very dearing relationship with the Philippians and the Philippian church. It was the place where he started this church. He knows the people and the people know him. There is a close-knit relationship between the two. And he writes this letter to them to simply do one thing, to say thank you. He did not write this letter to uh, tell them what they need to be doing or to correct them or any of that. He, he sends this letter to say thank you because they have been with him through so many things. They sent a gift to him in a time of when he needed uh, a gift. And, 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 and so he writes his letter to say thank you to this church. And he also writes this letter in particular from a prison cell. Uh, he writes it from a prison cell uh, to say to them thank you. But I think there are a few things that we can learn from this particular text and from this particular story. Isn't it marvelous to know that Paul did not get caught up in himself? I'm in a prison. I, I ain't got time to say thank you. I've, I've got my own problems. I've got my own issues. I, I'm battling with my own stuff. I, I, I've got to figure out how I'm going to get out of this mess I'm in. I, I don't have time to write anybody or communicate anything to anybody, but, but he's not concerned about where he is. He takes a pause to write a letter of thank you to this church. And so I think there are several things that we can pick up here uh, from this church. He had a thank you spirit, and, and you also have a thank you spirit. That's why you are here honoring this great man. You've come even in the midst of a pandemic. Even in the midst of a pandemic, we all shut up with serum on the inside of us, but we had decided not to let anything stop us from getting to this place to honor this great man of God. 
and to simply say to him, thank you, man of God, for the sacrifices that you have made on our behalf. Amen. The first thing we come to realize here in this particular text that Paul writes to the Philippian church, um, notice what Paul says, every time I think of you, I thank God. I wonder what people think when they look at you and when they look at me. I, I just wonder what they really think. Does anybody really have on their mind, I thank God for him or for her? We ought to. Somebody ought to. Amen. You know, some folk, you look at them and say, Lord, here they come again. There they go. They go through one door, you go out the other. But there are some folk who you just thank God for. Because you know if it were not for them standing by you or being with you or being in your corner, you know things would not be the way that they are. God just sends some folk by every now and then who we just have to be grateful for. That we have to thank them for. They come by with words of encouragement. They come by with words of strength. They come by with words that help us. Not only do they come with words, they come with some deeds. They help us get out of that pit that we're in, the trouble that we find ourselves in. And every time we see them, we just thank God for them. And that's why you're here for Dr. Woods. Because you know that there have been some days when he's taken on your burden. You, he's bared your cross. And you come here to say, thank you, Pastor, for being so kind, for being so loving, for being so compassionate, for being so understanding. I'm here to tell you, every pastor is not kind and, and understanding. There, there are some who, uh, who, 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 like the man who man said, uh, 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 there for themselves, they ain't here for you. You have to thank God when you find one who's here for you, a servant of God. Amen. You've been blessed with a servant of God. Paul reminds us that regardless of what's going on in our life, sometimes we have to hit the pause button and say thank you. My, my daughter just went into her own place. And um, so we, you know, um, I went to her place and her place kind of looked like mine. She got my living room suit. She got my, my couch and living room furniture. I walked into her house, and her house looked like my house. Um, but I didn't come here to talk about that this morning. But anyway, but, 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 but my daughter had a situation where one, one of the ladies in the neighborhood said, I, I bought some stuff for your, for your daughter, and I wanted her to come pick it up. And my, my daughter was engaged in getting everything together, fixing up everything. Daddy, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I said, no. When somebody does something, you get right on that right now and say thank you. And um, she came over. We went over there, and she got it, and she thanked the lady in person. I said, well, people don't have to do nothing for you. So when they do something for you and go out their way, make sure you go out your way to say thank you. Pastors didn't have to go and visit the sick. There are some pastors I know who don't visit the sick. I'm telling you what I know now. There are some folk who, 
who, who, who, who, you don't realize what a blessing you have in this man of God. We need to say thank you. Every time we have an opportunity to say thank you, we ought to say thank you. There's a story that's told of a, a man who realized on Thanksgiving how blessed he was, how so many people had sowed seeds in his life. And so on that particular Thanksgiving, he sat down and got some cards and began to write cards to everyone and personal notes to everyone who ever helped him and blessed him. And one of those cards went to one of his uh, first grade teachers who happened to be in her 80s at the time. And she got the card and, and she was so overjoyed to see uh, the card. And she uh, called him up and said, I'm so glad that you sent me this card. You know, I've been teaching for over 50 some years and not one student ever said thank you. Not one student ever said we appreciate you. But you took the time to let me know that you appreciated something I did. And I've come by here to let you know there's some people in our lives who we need to get some thank you cards for. And put them in the mail and just say to them, thank you for putting up with me. Thank you for enduring me. Thank you for just suffering through me. Some folk need a thank you card for you from me and from you. Amen. We've got to take the pause to say thank you. We can never get too busy to say thank you. And that's why we're here. We just wanted to say to you, Pastor, thank you. The second thing that Paul talks about here is about this partnership in the gospel. He talks about this partnership in the gospel, um, uh, how it is that uh, Paul talks about we've gotten to this place because we have become partners with Christ. Well, your, your, your pastor has done a great job, but I've come to the church know you've done a great job too. Because he could not have done what he has done if it had not been for the sweet partnership between him, you, and God. Amen. And, and that's what Paul talks about this, how sweet this partnership is. Paul talks about the joy of this partnership that has established between him and the people of God and God himself. And, and as much as we are celebrating this man of God, we're also celebrating this great partnership. Because I remember when you started over there, where, where's the old building? Over there? Over there. Amen. And look where God has led you over here. Amen. God has brought you from a mighty long ways. You know how you got there? It was because of the partnership. Now let me tell you why the partnership is so sweet. Let me tell you why the partnership is so sweet. Um, partnership in the gospel means that you have a relationship with Jesus. That's why it's sweet. It means you've had a sweet relationship with Jesus. But, but, but not just a relationship. You've had something deeper than just a relationship. You see, there's some folks who are married. And they're in relationships, but it ain't good. But they're in relationship. Huh? Am I right about it? But, but when you are in a relationship, and that relationship becomes an intimate relationship, that's the deepest level and the sweetest relationship that you can have. 
And I'm here to let you know, I, I can look around and tell you've not just had a relationship. You've had some intimacy. Ever right about it? You've had an intimate relationship. You walk with God, and God has walked with you. You've talked with God, and God has talked with you because you've had an intimate relationship with him. Am I right about it? Great things happen in partnership when you are in intimacy with God. So we thank God for your pastor. We thank God for this church for being in a very special relationship with God. Amen. Then, then thirdly, um, God is not through with you yet. I'm not going to keep you long because we, this is your second service. Amen. And I, I, this is, you know, soft entry. As the pastor told me, soft entry. So we ain't going to stay here long. Is that all right? Amen. Amen. The third thing, God uh, is not through with you yet. I was listening to the news just yesterday. And the news lady was saying on WRL about Fuquay Arena. How it was growing, how the farmland was being bought up, and, and, and how the territory is being expanded. And that let me know that that means that your work is not done. Don't, don't get satisfied. Don't, don't sit on your loins. There's still some work to be done. Amen? Um, I've come by here to let you know keep at it, uh, don't get comfortable. You know, you know there, there was a little man there in the Old Testament got comfortable and set up under a tree. Those Bible scholars is who I'm talking about. He sat there under that tree, didn't want to go to Nineveh. And he sat up under a tree and sat there and fell asleep. Got comfortable, didn't he? And God sent a little bug to eat away at the root of the tree. And when he woke up, he was scorching hot because the tree had died and withered away because God had a work for him to do. And God said, I'm not going to let you sit up under that tree. I'll burn your tail up first before I let you sit down on me. And so he sat down and got up and went where God told him to go because there was still some work that had to be done. And I stopped by here to tell somebody there's still some work to be done. Keep your doors open and keep your bread fresh. Somebody gonna come through that door hungry and gonna need some help. Keep the bread fresh and keep your door open. Somebody will come here who will need a word of encouragement. Keep your door open and keep your bread fresh. Somebody will come here contemplating suicide. Don't know which way to go. Keep your door open. And keep your door open. And keep your breath fresh. God will make a way. Just keep your hand in God's hand. He'll fight your battle. He'll keep you in time of the storm. He'll be a friend when you're in trouble. Yes. Yes, he will. Just keep your hand in God's hand. Won't he fight your battle? Won't he make a way? 
Somebody open the door. Yes. Yes, he will. Hold on. The Lord will make a way. Keep on trusting him. The Lord will see you through. Lean on him. He'll fight your battle. Yes, he will. The Lord, mighty in battle. He's able. He's able. He's able. He's able to carry you through. Yes. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. God's not finished with you yet. Still yet some work to do. Still yet some souls to save. Still yet some people to help. Keep on laboring. Keep on working. Keep on toiling. God will. God will. God will. He'll keep his hands on you. He'll watch over you. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Yes. Yes, he will. Yes. Hold on to The Lord will fight your battle. And the Lord will see you through. Amen.